That's the fake podcast. I, I mean, honestly, I'm not even going to say who we are. It's pretty obvious, but yeah, Kenny, Jake, whatever. What's up? I was trying to avoid that, but all right. <laughs> um, yeah, we may be a little late. I don't really care. Um, I mean, we kind of said a few weeks ago, if not on Sunday, it's going to be Monday or sometime in Sunday. I was trying to do this way earlier, but then I was trying to do a bunch of research and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I tried doing it last night. I fell asleep personally. Um, but yeah. Dude, um, I completely messed up last last night. You had... I didn't even know how you had so much in one night. You had like what? Your universe and then you had like UFC something. I don't know. Uh, so I had the, uh, I had the, the press conference on Friday. I had, then I did like u- universe stuff. Like, uh, I believe I did, uh, I did AEW on Friday, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I did AEW on Friday and then I did, um, NXT and NXT UK. Dude, NXT UK, I forgot to hit record. <laughs> I forgot to hit like start stream. So I'm watching these matches, like thinking that the recording sign is on. I'm just watching them and playing them and commentating. And then like I go to 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 Twitch to stop the stream. And then and then like I click and it's a, and it starts the stream. I'm like, wait, did any of that just record? And I go to the, the library where my streams record and NXT UK isn't up there and I'm like I just record I just did an entire show without recording it. What like what? You know, that is like the worst feeling I spent like I did this the same thing with my YouTube stuff. I've had so many videos and it's like um I don't know about NXT UK if anything crazy or cool happened there, but usually some of my best videos are not recorded, which very much sucks. Um, it was just rivalry. It was just rivalry stuff. So it was kind of, it was kind of a filler episode. Not, not like complete. Well, yeah, it was kind of filler in just the sense that, um, all the matches were rivalry matches just to progress the story. And it was very late. And I just wanted to just, I'll do that sometimes. Like, it, NXT UK is like six. It, there are six matches uh, set up for the show, but I condense it down to three for two reasons. One, it's way easy, it's way faster to just do three matches and then just go because um, that's about like thirty minutes each time usually, um, which is not even bad. Plus, NXT UK honestly has like only three matches itself, um, the actual one. So it makes sense just to do that um, a lot of the time. And plus for time's sake and convenience, it's just easier. But um, I condensed it down to just the three rivalries going on, which was like uh, just just all the rivalries going on over there. And so, but I posted the results and I posted like what happened and I gave description about what happened uh, since I didn't stream it. And so, plus, uh, most of the time, like one or like one person tunes in uh, most of the time and most and people only care about the results on the on the Instagram 
most of the time. It's the no one really pays attention to the streams that much. So nothing was really missed. <laughs> yeah. And for all the people who are so confused and don't know anything about wrestling, Jake does not work for WWE and he's not talking in a creative role as he works for <laughs> Just for people who think that. <laughs> yeah, I don't work for WWE or anything like that. Uh, I have my own stream, like, universe mode stuff that I do on Twitch. Uh, so, kind of nerdy, but as I've said before, I'm geeky and nerdy and I don't care, so. Uh-huh. Um, fair. Um, so, yeah. I guess this is where we go into the fake stuff. Last night was so hectic, too. But I'm just going to say this. And I'm not going to get into any wrestling stuff. I'm going to change the subject. As soon as I say this, I'll, like, oh, boy, for our EWO after. I was so much has happened to um, go over it. Yep. But, um, yeah. I'll, I'll talk more on after hours. But I was so glad that I got to watch Full Gear live. How much oh, was it? so fun. That uh, bless my mom for allowing me to to watch that and giving me permission to watch that because thank I was I was so happy. Yeah, everybody. I wonder how many views that thing got. Um, seemed like a great pay per view. So yeah, I guess um, yeah, we're gonna continue on our Thanksgiving thing. Our Thanksgiving um, devotional weekly type. Was it four weeks or th- three weeks? Three weeks. Next week is Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Low is my mind. Man, this year, this whole 2021 went by so fast. And, it, and like, I know that's the cliche that everyone always says, but it honestly does feel like it went by fast. Honestly, um, and yes, 2020 was most people's worst year, and but it kind of just feels like, um, looking back, 2020, even though it felt like forever then, it barely existed. Um, but yeah, 2021 going by very fast. I mean, next month, next month is Christmas, which is insane. Almost had this podcast for a year, which blows my mind. Yeah, as of February. Yep. As of next February. Well, I've had it for a year. I I I keep thinking the podcast is older than it is. It, is is that just me? Or do you get that too? Like it's like I it feels like we started it like like two years ago, but no, it's like no, no, you started it like last February. <laughs> I mean I get I get both of those feelings. Sometimes it feels like it's too short. Sometimes it's like, I wonder if people just go back to the beginning and just watch those podcasts because, wow. I do. I do all the time. (laughs) Because I'm sure there's stuff I said on that podcast for me to go back to and remember that I never look back at. But, yeah, we're on Thanksgiving Preserves Give um, Good. Thanksgiving Preserves Good. 
Who um wrote this one again? Uh, it was written by. It was written by Garden City. Garden City. Um, they're at, on their app website. It's like the Garden City Project and stuff like that. And uh, they have they have some good um, they have some good like goals and like wants uh like um, they have some good like church goals or like worse like how do I say like theological goals and um uh a lot of stuff directed towards uh wanting more like to grow in christ and do god's will that sort of stuff so they uh seem like good people so based off of their website yeah um so I'm moving on to that. Um, yeah, this is on the Bible web, and you can find that anywhere. Yeah, dude, they they did it. <laughs> what? Five hundred million installs. They hit it. They're Wasn't at it like four ninety last week. Yeah, or like two weeks ago. Five hundred, uh, five hundred thousand, uh, five hundred million. 580,200 right now. It's like it's going, and like a couple of days ago, like three days ago, it was at like 500 uh, uh, or 500 million. Uh, like it was at um, it was like 200,000. Now it grew uh, in a couple of days and like grew from 200 to uh, 500,000. Um, part and it's just it blows my mind that how many people like every second or every millisecond are like like currently like installing the app if people are just installing 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 like i wonder if that counts as them or will they be removed from the listing i don't know uh that's very cool for them. Yeah, but it's also not sponsored. Uh, we don't do like very many sponsorships or at all on this one, but ice sparkling water. I've never tried it. I, I'm trying. I've, I've never tried it. Um, their lemon lime. I'm drinking their lemon lime one right now. It is very good. Like if you like uh, seven, like. If you like like the the lemon lime Seven Up uh, Sprite like tasting stuff, it tastes exactly like that. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised you kind of just started um started that, but um yeah, a lot anybody who probably went through their diet phase has tried that, but for mm. people who haven't, yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, ice but, and um um what was it? What's the other one? Uh, Zevia. Huh? Zevia. Yeah, Zevia. Um, uh, I've yet to try their uh, their root beer. Um, we were just at the store and we like we were kind of like I, I was I couldn't like really 
we were going by like the hours and I couldn't really find the drink section. Um, but, or like where it is or like the soda can section. <clears throat> but, um, anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, definitely should try to clear American too. That stuff is, um, pretty good. Um, I, I do, <laughs> the price is pretty, I don't know, maybe that's just me, but, um, I don't think the price is worth it personally, but at the same time, Zevia is like $4 for like six cans. Um, yeah. $6 around there. Um, yeah, it's $1 per bottle, which I'm saying, I don't know if it's worth it because there's another drink that's maybe even better, which is called a Clear America. And that is a sparkling water with like hundreds of different flavors. And it's um, way bigger than the ice. And it's only like 59 cents. But yeah. It, it's, it's weird how it's like, oh, a dollar. That's not real. It's, it's only a dollar. That's not that much. But then you look at other like, like, like sparkling water prices and they're like 40 cents. And it's like, and it's like, why is this brand over here? I'm charging a dollar. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, like it's it's funny. You, um, you don't think at face value, you don't think it's that much, but when you compare prices, it's like, wow, this brand is a lot cheaper, and um, it's like it might taste better, it might taste worse, but if it tastes better, then it's like, why are we buying the dollar one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, for anyone who knows us, um, which you've you've gotten to know us for like what like about about eleven months now or ten months now. <laughs> so if you don't know, we 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 like to ramble by now. Um, hi, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into the prayer. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we would like to thank you, as always, for this blessed day that you have given us. Um, another day to grow in your word, another day to just um, learn and get to know who you are and grow in our relationship with you. Lord, I, I pray not only for understanding, but I also pray that um, I also pray that all of this, the, our conversations, um, our journey, our um, as as we just walk with you, um, walk with you and walk in your word that, Lord, it is it is all Holy Spirit led. And Holy Spirit guided. I do, we do this to praise and glorify your name. Amen. Amen. Great. All right. So I believe I believe I am starting it off this time. Yeah, it is the first. Yeah, I wanted to do that because you always started off and I and I was like, might as well, like since since I'm planning uh, since I'm just 
distributing um, who says what. Might as well for have me start start one of these off every once in a while. <laughs> um. All right. Thanksgiving preserves good. Have you ever wondered why there is so much of bad in the world? James, in so many words, ponders the same, the same conundrum in his book. In James 4, 1, 1 and 2, he, he answers our question. What causes quarrels? And what causes what or sorry, what causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? It is not this that your passions are at war. That, is it not this, that your passions are, are at war within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. James blames you and me. We... We, like Adam and Eve, can't, just can't stand the thought of, of anyone sitting on the throne of our lives except us. Anyone who, who threatens our view of the good life is perceived as a threat to our existence. All this fighting for our rights originates in our sin nature. The tragic truth is that though we sport the slogan that we know what's best for us, in all reality, we in all reality do not. Our pursuit of our desires only cause us to kill each other, hate each other, compete with one another, and and enslave one another in the service of the king of I. As you read James' words today, consider the conflicts in your life, and instead of looking as them with a victim mentality, Consider how you've contributed your selfish mentality. Consider also the words of Timothy as you study. He is going to note in your essence the same thing as James, but he's going to take it one step farther. Not only do our desires seek to get what they want, but then we start trying to lord our wants over others. We start to create laws, judgments, 
and stipulations for others so that they will fit into our ways. This is called religion. Timothy is not trying to free us up to do whatever we want in the name of Thanksgiving, but by thanking the right object in all cases, God, the creator, we protect ourselves from ourselves. In the study today, consider your thankfulness brings you under control and causes you to begin putting things, people, and circumstances into their proper places. Everything is used rightly when we honor God through thankfulness. All right. Um, where is it? Okay. You green or off green? Um, you're the green and I'm the blue, right? I thought um, there's other way around, but it doesn't really matter. It's like the same amount. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> what is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from your evil desires at war with you? You want what you want what you don't have so you scheme and kill to get it you are jealous of what others have but you can't get it so you fight and wage a war to take it away from them yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask god for it that's uh, James 4, 1 and 2. And the next is First Timothy. First uh, Timothy 4, 1 through 4. Okay. Um, now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. These people are hypocrites and liars, and their consciences consciences are dead. They will say it is wrong to be married and wrong to eat certain fruits. But God created these foods to be eaten with thanks by faithfulness. People who know the truth. Since everything God created is good, we should not reject any of it, but receive it with thanks. (sighs) Okay. Let me just say, probably one of my favorite devotions we've done yet. Because this talks on a lot about our culture today.
I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong with that. And 100%. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, you did, um, as uh, in James, like how it talks about, um, You want what you don't have, so you kill and scheme to get it. You are jealous of you are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. We fight, we fight and strive so much because someone else, like has what we want so it's like oh i'm gonna like i'm gonna lash out and attack you for having what i want talk about um yeah and it's crazy to think you know that you know that quote that all everybody all um Lukewarm Christians, I won't say all lukewarm Christians, but a lot of lukewarm Christians, of course, some Christians, always have this in their um, bio for some reason. It's always like, <laughs> the um, never trust, something like never trust, um, no, it was like watch who you trust because uh, the devil was once an angel or something like that. I've seen so many people, I've seen that quote thousands of times in the last few years. And it and speaking of that, it's crazy because how this is one of the sins that's been raging since the beginning of time that uh, jealousy is like the devil was literally jealous of God himself. And it, it, it goes back from all the way then. We always want more as... And it's like, we can never be happy with what we already have. Um, and I, I do, like, I feel like everybody has some sense of that in them. Or, of course, has. And I know I have in the past. Oh. Yeah, like, all of this as, as the, I like to call it commentary. Like, I, I whenever... I make whenever the devotionals are public, I like to say commentary because that's basically what they are. Um, in a sense, if you're if you're using it for speaking it for public, so um, but when the commentary says all this fighting for our rights originates in our sin nature, and the tragic truth is that though we sport the slogan that we know what's best for us in all reality, we in all reality do not. Oh, it's like, Oh, I like, like I know what's best for me. Like, like, or only like God doesn't know what's best for me. Only I know what's best for me because I am me. It's like, yeah. You're a sinful human being. 
and it's it's sad seeing so many Christians like I'm not gonna non Christians go through this, but a lot of Christians do to think they know more than God, as in oh found out this in the Bible. Let's push that sin to the side. Keep sinning. Uh, keep doing that sin. Keep supporting that sin. But because you think you know more than God, and you they make excuses of, oh, it was different back then, or God didn't mean it like that. Just so you could, it's basically um telling God that <laughs> I I know more than you, and. So many Christians are guilty of that, um, or lukewarm Christians, or false Christians, to teach their own, or um, basically support something against God, do something against God, and act like they know better than God. I mean, that's almost any sin, honestly. That's, it's so many sins. Um, You probably don't even know, some people out there don't even know they're doing it are basically just telling God they know more than them. Um, Which that is in, in, um, in words or in terms is, is self-righteousness. It is. Um, and it's like, and, and all, and all of self-righteousness, or this is something that I've been learning more and more as I'm like, as I'm doing pastoral ministry, but like, it's like, we were just talking about um, how to not become disqualified as a pastor, how not to get yourself disqualified. Uh, wine, wealth, and women. That legit was the name of the lesson or the title of the, the, um, the, our week, how to not get yourself disqualified, uh, wine, wealth, and women. All of which, it, like all of which are centered in pride in some way shape or form pride is the like all of those are the roots of pride uh prideful with women prideful with wealth prideful with what was the other one um wine or but so it's like Pride is like the main, like, pride is is almost like the most destructive of, and some say, like, lust is the most destructive and adultery is the most destructive, and it can be, Um, but what's rooted from that, like, where it gets its roots from is pride, so... Pride is involved um, in a lot of things. And when you have such a thing as that, it's, and, and then you f- develop, your pride gets to the point of self-righteousness. It's like that attitude, I know what's best for me. God doesn't know what's best for me. You're denying what, like, you're, you're think like as we were saying, we think we're better than God. And when we think we're better than God, that in result, we are then becoming our own gods. Uh-huh. And uh, 
like like you just said, um, so much blasphemy is taught uh, from pe- pe- the higher ups that um, people look to as Christians or pastors or whatever that um, some pastors out there who spread blasphemy basically saying that they know more than God knows. Um, and also how you talked about how you can't get, um, stuck into those things like women, lust, um, fame, whatever, all that type of stuff that you, you listed there. Yeah. There's, I'm not going to name names, but, um, I'll just say this as an example. There is a man out there who is a huge preacher. Um, well, I don't know if he's exactly a preacher, but he, the first people you think of when you say famous teachers and he's up there and it's and when you see his whole story from the beginning um of his life and how god saved him and how some of the lessons he did at his beginning at when he started preaching and all of that stuff and then see how much he's went away from that yes he preaches he does stuff but it's almost like the man is scared to give what to say um now that he has all this fame stuff that the world nowadays wouldn't like many people up there are they're going to be asked questions and um that's that's why i like appreciate that tony evans so much the man was interviewed on like CNN or something and they were asking him questions about this and that in this modern world. He was, he's one of the only preachers I know who hasn't just at least higher up who hasn't just said, um, you know, let's, let's change the topic. Oh, this, you know, a lot of huge people up there, they try changing the subject, but he straight up said, this is sin, that sin, because he knows God knows more. He doesn't think he's up there. And it's sad to see all that blasphemy up there. And I, I completely agree with what you said. And oh yeah, self-righteousness. Basically. Um, and to that point, um, like, it's like everyone thinks they know better than God or like they like, and all that stuff. Um, You know, uh, there's a book called the Bible, and it says uh, one of the things that it teaches is all fall short to the glory of God. Uh huh. And so, if you think you know better, if we all fall short, how the heck can we know better? <laughs> uh huh. Oh, man. Like, kind of like you, the first sin, in a way, was was pride. Even from Adam and Eve. First oh, yeah. Pride. And I just love how much they're bringing this up in there. Like, at, even from the start of their lesson, they bring up Adam and Eve as, like, the first example. Because that was the first sin. That was the first nature as God, like, um, they... 
picked uh fruit over God. I mean, it's I just love how the whole Adam and Eve story is almost quoted in any sin possible. I mean, you could say lust, you can say you can use almost any sin from Adam and Eve in some sort of way. That whole story. Oh, um, also, side note, um, I feel like now's the time to say it, like, as, as, as any. Um, we all make mistakes. We all sin. We all mess up. So that's kind of what we're b- basically getting at. Um, and in a sense, I messed up with wording, and I apologize for that, and, I've, and I'm going to say it now. But so me and Kenny talked after our last podcast after our last faith and i miss i miss talked when i was talking about joyce myers my main point was that um biblically speaking women aren't pastors like they and women um they aren't pastors but they are teachers and so if a women uh woman women whatever if they're calling themselves a pastor is wrong. Myers was a bad example. I'll admit that she's, she's never claimed to be a pastor. Um, but, um, and I apologize, but women shouldn't be acknowledged as pastors. Um, like locally, publicly, anything like that. Cause that is, is putting them, spiritually higher than men which is a sin so um if so so if like if they're being acknowledged as pastors and not teachers that's my issue (laughs) yep and so when you said that i was kind of confused like uh, not yeah. even about the Joyce Meyer thing, the whole thing, like, when you should have said a woman can't be pastors, and I look more about it, because I've heard that before, and I have, so I researched it, made sure um, of it, and yeah. um, when you told me that teacher thing, I was like, okay, but then I kind of looked in, um, because when I first heard, I was like, hold up, so what can women do? And because there's women in my church who do teach yeah. and stuff, so yeah. I was confused they- for a second. Yeah, they can be like they can be teachers in women's ministry. They can help with the kids. They can be administrative. There's a lot we we covered women's ministry in our uh, pastoral ministry class. We covered women's ministry and we went through a lot of the things that women can do, um, or women are a part of when when uh, when in the subject of women's ministry, alongside um, the pastors' ministry. Uh, but it's like um, standing up in the pulpit and preaching to everybody is one thing that you can't do. <laughs> I see. And um, I researched um, a lot of Joel Olstein and a lot of who's that other guy that you said the most popular Kenneth Copeland or something. Uh Kenneth Copeland? Yeah. Um, and some of that stuff blew, blew my mind because it's like, so this is where all the 
anti-Christians or not or just non-Christians, atheists, whatever, are saying that basically this this is the people who are standing up for the Christian faith. Um, as far as to the atheist, these are the people that they think every single Christian's like, and all Christians just want money, and that blew my mind. It made me think, wow, because. How did this become the, how could this become just the, um, I mean, they're like, I'm trying to find the word, uh, the word for it, um, the stereotype for yeah. Christian faith. Yeah. And I really don't know, uh, still, I'm still trying to think, um, but that's something I may have to take a few weeks and I can give you an answer in a few weeks because I really don't know that, but and it, and even, and then even if we never know the answer, that's okay too. Some things we're not made to know the answer for. Yeah, it's crazy how sin itself is the stereotype for our faith, um, and that's how the world sees us. And it's crazy how people skip church and instead let's watch Joel Olstein. It's crazy, um, and. And like, like we discussed, like there are, um, the pastor thing was a bad example, but there are a lot of things that, that Joyce Myers has done and ha- has said and has done and kind of gravitated herself towards to, or, or does that we the- theologically don't agree with. Yeah. And, um, so I, yeah. And. Joel, um, so we know Joyce Meyer. They don't go to Joel's thing. Joel, um, Joyce Meyer. She, she's someone that I had books on. Like I read about, and I was like, that's fair. I see all the stuff that she once said. This isn't just like fake news. This is video messages, video things. It blew yeah. my mind. Yeah, it's public. It's it's a lot. Yeah, public record. And so. a lot of the stuff she. They were talking about before a lot of her pastor things. She kind of begs people for money, like um, she, which it's fine to like you know to support the like your ministry, give money. But then when you're lying about, oh look, God's going to like let's get um a quote unquote blind person on stage and say, in the power of God, I will make you see again you just have to believe enough and then if they don't actually see which by the way every if you ever hear any of this stuff from church by the way if you ever walk into a church if you're not really a christian you're just starting out and you see this on stage just walk out because none of these people are actually blind none of these people are they're they're actors they aren't actually blind and even if they do do real blind people and they're going to say it's because you didn't believe enough. That's the type of stuff. And Joyce Myers, they said, was doing that for hours. And this is coming from many pastors saying um, that attended her things. And then she preached for five minutes. And then she insulted the people that left because they were tired of her blasphemy. So, yeah. Also, I do believe God can heal anyone. He's like, he's our healer. Like, if he wants, like, if we, like, God blesses things to certain people and, and choose to heal, like, 
if if he if like someone's a Christian and they've had issues with uh, uh, their legs or walking paralyzed, um, like cancer, blind, whatever. If God wanted like to perform a miracle and like have that person just like perform that miracle on that someone that can i believe that can happen and it's and it will happen naturally like through him but just like the oh like on stage like like the on stage public i i bless you to see it again i like god be with you i bless you uh for your eyes eyes to heal and, and see again oh my goodness i can see like yeah it's and. like it you can kind of just tell that it's like what you can tell when something is scripted or like how it's worded when it's not genuine and you can also tell when there's a genuine miracle and it, it's I don't like when they use actors or they perform fake miracles because that's such a mockery of what God can do. It is. And it's almost self-righteousness in a way because a person saved God. It's like saying God sent this person to heal the other people. That's basically what it's kind of saying. And I mean, it's kind of like Pope, and I mean, we're not going to get into other religions on this episode, really, but um, Pope, um, he tells people if they're going to heaven or not and stuff like that. It's kind of like that, self-righteousness. Them thinking that they're even of the standards of God. So, it's like... um. It's like, yeah, as James also talks about, like, um, he just, uh, James, James 3, the verse before, uh, that was James 4 that we just, but in James 3, though, literally the first verse, um, in 3, dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church for, for we who teach will be judged more strictly. And it's like, when, like, that kind of thing, like, just, like, like, just take, like, and I'm not trying to take it out of context, but, um, my point is that when you're a pastor or you're a religious uh, leader or or whatever elder deacon bishop these are all basically the same thing um just like just titled differently you are put on a higher stand you're put on a higher standard than everyone else because you represent god you are represent you are the representative of of god and you are leading the flock of his people it's very very easy to it's like instead of thinking i'm a resent representative of god like 
and be put on a higher platform um put on this higher like put on a pedestal and and it's just like instead of like i'm a representative of god it's like no i am god and it's like what scripture is that in <laughs> like where did you get that <laughs> like exactly. how did you get that mindset exactly and like and i love how we can put this into this story like um this whole um devotional i'm glad we could use this um like 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 joel Osteen on surface you like even for a while i used to watch joel Osteen. i used to not really see what Osteen, and you kind of realize it on interviews and stuff um Joel Osteen does not believe in the same stuff that we do as far as I guess he just wants to think of it the easy way. That's how I I can put Joel Osteen. Everything, he just thinks the Christian faith is so simple, easy. God will love you. He knows you're doing the right thing. He, it's like he thinks Jesus is a dad. You're a baby. That's kind of like, um, how he thinks of it. Like no matter what you do, um, God will never, basically, um, I'm not saying that God's going to get mad at you. Basically, he just thinks God's never going to be disappointed. God's never going to, even if you're sinning, God's going to be fine with that. It's kind of like what Joel Osteen's getting at. That's what I see at his stuff. He even said, um, you have to get rid of all that worry about what God's going to say, what God's going to do. Basically, that's what he says. If you can summarize it. And it's it's like he just wants to see it as the most simple way possible. And I'm sure Joel Olstein probably, when he started out, he got popular um, because he probably had pretty good, pretty good um, lessons, pretty powerful lessons. I don't. I personally don't know one person who's got their faith has flipped around from atheist to Christian due to Joel Olstein, but I'm sure there's people out there and they think it's just easy too, and. Joel Osteen, 90% of his stuff is stories, and then for a few minutes, he preaches a little bit. Um, Joel Osteen's just... um, The fame probably got him. That's why, like I um, was saying earlier, my biggest inspirations in this faith are probably people like Tony Evans, T.D. Jakes. Um, I could say other people, but they're not alive. So, But, you know, the typical... um, famous missionaries i'm trying to think of them because i had to do like i was in christian school i seen them i heard their stories um let me see real quick um hudson taylor we had david livingstone all these people billy graham all that people because no matter how famous they got no matter what they didn't just turn around on you like a lot of pastors nowadays I remember a pastor saying the first thing, as soon as he gets on the stage, he says, the f- if he says one thing incorrect, if he says one thing, that'd be considered blasphemy and he'd be committing one of the most evil sins there is. And that much responsibility as a pastor, um, say one wrong thing and 
that's self-righteousness right there because you're saying something that God doesn't agree with and you're trying to put it into the Bible, basically. But there's LGBTQ Bibles nowadays, like literally. There is in the making right now an LGBTQ Bible that basically has stuff saying it's okay in it to be gay. Basically, basically, it's all the positive affirmations of Bible and none of the condemnation kind of stuff. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> people saying, well, um, that's the whole thing. Like, uh, basically, I summarized this, the um, whole Joel Osteen thing. I'm trying to say this is kind of difficult yeah. um, oh, to put it into words. He, he, it's like he ignores all the struggles as a Christian and he just wants, he just says it as it's easy. No yeah, it, struggles. It's easy. It's positive. It's like, um, there's, there's a thing that I, there's a thing from a person. Um, it's not, now this person there, um, they, it's, it's not a pastor or anything. It's just, I found it on Instagram. They're like, I believe they're just like another Christian, but they posted this and shared it to, it was like a reel that I saw. Uh, but they they had a great point um and that and it was that um when you go back to when you go back to um the story of the disciples in the boat uh um where they're in the middle of the storm and they're they're shaking Jesus like wake up wake up there's a storm like please like wake up wake wake up help us get us through this um and it's like um she was saying that as as being a christian because you because Jesus is with you you expect to not go through storms the disciples were so like the disciples were so like worried because what they were expecting because Jesus was in the boat with them was no storms at all. It's like, Oh, Jesus is with us. We're just, just going to stay on this boat and there's going to be, and it's going to be a clear blue sky and everything's going to be all right. But having, having Jesus in your, in your life, it's not about being immune to storms. Be, having Jesus in your life is when the storms come, he's there with you to guide you through them. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, it, it was very beautifully said. So, it is. I agree. And honestly, I'm just glad all this, like all the things in my thought process right now, just line together for the same ministry that this was talking about the same, um, self-righteousness and stuff, because it's an everyday thing. It's so often seen. Um, and I can't believe we literally talked about that for like 40 minutes straight about so many examples. I mean, self-righteousness, it's a big thing. That is, it It happens and has seen a lot of throughout the, um, and not just that, 
um, kind of stepping away. Um, and it's like, what's interesting is uh, the next part down. Um, Uh, as you as you read uh, James's words today, consider the conflicts in your life, and instead of looking at them in with a victim mentality, consider how you've con- how you've contributed to your selfish mentality. Consider also the words of Timothy as you study. Uh, he is going through, going to note, um, in essence, the same thing as James. But he's going to take it a one step one step further. Do not not only do our desires seek seek to get what we want, but then we start trying to to lord our wants over others. We start to create laws, judgments, stipulations for people so they fit in our ways. This is called religion. So, in a sense, um, and I'm not trying to take the, the like his the meaning of this out of context, but it almost sounds like he's saying we're starting to want to to form our own religion around, like our own self religion, out of our selfish wants and needs. that we are um i i i i think it's interesting that he that um or not he they whatever um the writer of this uses religion because in a sense that uh, as as it's like been like kind of known uh jesus opposed religion jesus hated uh standard practice of religion so it's like because christianity is more than religion christianity is a relationship with christ Mm. that was a good yeah Not wrong. So I just I just like the the the, wor- the wording and using the like we create laws we create judgments we create cre- we create stipulations we self we create these things and expect we create these things and ex- and expect others to follow the ways that we want things to go. We do. Um, uh, yeah. Like, it's crazy how big this is and kind of slept on topic as well because, I mean, as far as sin, we think love, drinking, stuff like that. But we don't really think of self righteousness, um, false teachers. Um, 
you know, stuff like in that nature. It may be the most, like, it may be one of the most, um, like, in general, common sins and confused things because so much stuff we let go, so much stuff we just, that isn't even part of the Bible that we either force it or we it's basically just disagreeing with God saying he's wrong, we know more in a job situation. And just uh, like billions of examples we could give with this on everyday thing. And so many people are away from that too. I think one of the biggest reasons people are even against Christianity is because of Christians adding their own stuff or swinging or like adding stuff to the stuff like the Bible that isn't even part of it. Adding stuff as their self-righteous selves. Um, Honestly, atheists. um, I'm sure a lot of atheists don't even know the difference between Pope and Christianity. Um, <laughs> it's 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 like it's like it's like it's like oh like when they hear pope, pope and Christian it's like oh you know those kind of people like umbrelling us all under one thing it's like there's there's a difference you know exactly and us as us yeah as Christians um we all struggle with something pastors. And if a pastor, um, many atheists say the reason they're not um, they're not Christian or they're not into religion is because the people who are supposed to be representing um, us as Christians said something that was part of like like we said, Joyce Meyer said stuff that had nothing to do with Christ and they're like wow okay like and they stereotype us as Joel Osteen listeners um who want to take money from all um take money of everybody I've seen go uh which may be one of the stupidest things but as an atheist but if an atheist um said it um it probably made a little bit of sense so, from an atheist point of view, basically, and it said something like, "Why does, um, why does God say money is evil, but in the church they ask for money, um, stuff like that." Yeah, which, um, a lot of people take that out of, out of context. A ton of people. Um, it's one of the most taking out of context uh, things. I've even taken out of context before. I'm not like, I'm, I, I mess up. I make like, cause I didn't know any better, or I like, I heard it from somebody else, and people always like talk about that. Like it's like, oh, if 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 money's the root of all evil, then why do churches ask for it? Like like. Like I've I've heard that many times before, and it's like you're well, yeah. Like what? Like like me and like being just 
uh, naive and not knowing or not understanding the context or meaning um, behind it. Well, never, I never like really searched to, to, I just thought I knew like my presupposition. I just, I just thought I, I knew, Oh, that's biblical. So that's where that comes from. But it's like, Nope, that's the, hold it, hold up, hold up. Um, but it's like, um, the true context is loving money is the root of all evil. That's the context. So, um, and Jesus even talked in the Sermon on the Mount. It's just like, um, money, like if you want to, if you want to earn and save, and he, he kind of talks about wealth, um, in the sense that it's like, he's relating to like, um, you, you cannot, um, you cannot serve two masters. You can either love God or be enslaved to money. God doesn't like, like, it's like money is known as you need money in a society to buy and sell, whatever. Um, now, when you take that money and you worship it and you put that over the, that love over loving God, that's, where, that's the issue. Exactly. Money itself, it's just a thing. It's just a thing in society. It it doesn't, it really has no, like, like, of course there's greed and, and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, it's like, if you, like, if you want to be like, if you're in a rough spot and you're not like, you just want a little bit more so you're financially stable like it's like you're not going to hell for that <laughs> but it's like um the the money is just a it's just another thing just of this world and but when you take anything like it's like i can take shoes it's like shoes aren't bad we we use them to walk and we use them to like we use them to walk and and we we like style and stuff like that but if i start loving shoes and worshiping shoes it's like oh my goodness these things like i pray to you <laughs> like i i worship you like like thank you bless you shoes for for uh giving me safety and security as i walk yeah. this is that's where it becomes the issue don't you can't idolize money. You can't idolize shoes. You can't idolize anything. Um, money. The second, the second commandment: Don't idolize anything other than me. Exactly, and honestly, the love of money may be the number two religion of this world. So, yeah. And I feel like we gave so many good examples for this whole self-righteous thing that, um, yeah, so many examples on this episode that, um, and I am still kind of wondering how does this self-righteous stuff have to do with um, Thanksgiving, but I'm sure next week it will answer my question. 
Sí, um, yes. It's and the, the, I, I feel like the whole like the point of this, uh, or it's like, and the end as it's finishing up. Um, Timothy is not trying to free us up, uh, free us up to do whatever we want in the name of Thanksgiving, but by thing being, but by thanking the right object in all cases god the creator we protect ourselves from ourselves in this study in this study today consider how thankfulness brings you under control and causes you to to um begin putting things people and and circumstances into their proper place Everything to is used rightly when we honor God through thankfulness. It's like, um, don't like I. I feel like the whole point of it preserves good is we're we're such in a self we we live in like such like a selfish, uh, self conceited. Um, I want this, like, I strive for this kind of culture that in the root of it, just, just be thankful, be thankful for what you have, be thankful for what God has gifted you with. There's no need for There's no need for self-righteousness because God has has blessed you with his righteousness. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, and Matt, you really just summed up this whole lesson very quickly. <laughs> I, I, I tr- like, I tried to, like Thanksgiving preserves good. So it's just like, it's just like, where's the, where's the ending? Where does Thanksgiving play into all of this? As you were, you were questioning, like, how, wait, wait self rights what does Thanksgiving have to do with any of this? Being thankful for our blessings, being thankful for what everything God gives us every single day. Like, as I said in the start of this prayer, or as I said in the prayer, I, like, whenever I pray, whenever I'm doing a live devotional or anything like that, or even just in the morning, just, 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 even in the morning, I'm just, thank you, God, for this blessed day that I'm able, that I'm here another day, and I'm able to learn and walk in your word. I thank God every single day for that, because God, if you wanted to, he could take me away from this earth tomorrow or in my, in, in, or at night. He can just take me. And it's like, although like him taking me would be such a blessing because I'd be in heaven. Um, the fact that I am walking on this earth another day and I, and I, and I get, I do get to learn and grow in his word more and more. And, um, and, talk to you and and 
TJ and KP and talk to you guys and just continuing to just um, walk in this blessed life. That's definitely one thing to be thankful for. The good. Yeah, and I wouldn't have thought about that, but great points. And hold up. Wow, it has been an hour and 12 minutes already. That is talking to me. It's not feel like it. Yes, it has. All right. I, uh... I mean, I know that I, uh, I know that I usually do it, but why don't you close out in prayer? Dang, put him on the spot. It's just like, it doesn't like, I, I always try to do something like, I know I always do it, but it's just like, you know. All right, and I guess like we usually do, any prayer requests you need. Oh, oh I forgot to post yeah. up the prayer request thing. Yeah, um, we probably should have. I just I forgot about it too. It was in the Ramble Pod. Then we kind of, you know, had the news about the podcast shortening and all that stuff. So, I'll I'll ha- I'll I'll post it up. Um, I'll post it up. It'll be posted by next Friday. For, for the next, for the conclusion of, of the, this. All right. So, do you personally have any? Um, no, life is pretty good. I mean, I don't have any, like, like issues or, or struggles or anything. I'm... Uh, struggling with uh personally so that's that's great to hear um yeah. even on spokings but yeah um both of us are pretty open people so um yeah um man it's all right it's been wait when's the last time i've done this like easter i i, I believe something like that <laughs> Yeah, it was some holiday. That's all I know. But all right. Um, so, I suppose let's pray for all those people in that astral world thing. I just want to bring up that um, as I'm praying currently. Because it's it started out as just a few people... Then it's been revealed that eight people, now it's revealed 300 people were injured, nine people have died. Press to all the family there, all the friends of the families, everybody there. And, of course, you got no, um, many people on that day, unfortunately, didn't go to heaven. Hopefully, most of them did. But um, I just hope this was a wake-up call for somebody out there. I hope all these accidents, 9-11 has seen 
hundreds of people come to Christ knowing they could have been in that building and they weren't. And I've heard so many stories in the past about people who could have been in that building that day, could have um, been at that Astro World event, left a little early, etc. And them knowing that God was watching over them and just let, I just want every tragedy in this world to be bring some good to somebody out there as far as changing their life around and making them realize that you know you were watching over them you've always have been and will be and I pray for any tragedy going on in the last uh, uh, sorry not TJ Jake talked about the person he was um, stabbed last a few weeks ago. Hope he's doing a little better. I hope everybody, anybody out there, there's a death every day. There's, I'm sure, a person who just so much sin, so much, um, in general, so much hurt out there. Just watch over all those people. Um, I have a few unspokens that I'm sure Jake. I'm not sure if Jake has any, but I'm sure everybody out here has at least one unspoken. Anybody listening to this has some unspoken. For we, we don't, we didn't get their prayer request, but I'm sure there's something going on in their life in the back of their head that they hope's going better. But it's their mom is sick, their dad's sick, their uncle just passed away, their grandma is battling cancer, whatever it is. Please be there for them and. Please help them through those tragedies and make them know that God loves them, cares for them. And if everything God does has some reason and just watch over everybody, um, um, watch over all the people who... I have personally, a, this is an unspoken that I'm going to bring to here. I have a um, a friend who's going through some pretty tough times. He um, lost um, his huge job opportunity. Um, he had some problems with his wife. And he's been just going through a lot. And by this rate, I believe he's homeless, if not in very bad shape. I just really hope that you put and bring bring um, faith into him. Bring Let something make him turn his life around. And in general, watch over this world. Watch over the president. Help him make the right decisions, this government, and just everybody in general. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. That was good. It was, um, so when I started that prayer, it was like, oh, shoot, I, I actually just started the prayer because it was like, I wasn't trying to start that prayer, but now I got now I got a freestyle with this. So I just talked to God. That was more like a conversation with God. So, yeah, which, which that in, in, that is prayer. 
Prayer is just yeah. conversating with God, even if it's like, even if we're doing this, um, it's like, um, whether it it's weird, like when, whenever I'm praying, like the focus, like I even though I know I'm doing it live, the focus is still him, and it's like. And it's like, it's kind of, it's, it's that, it's that one time, that moment, whenever I do it, it's like, yes, there is people watching, but my focus is him right now. And so everything that's I'm saying right now, that's going direct, that's directed to him. Um, And you, and it's, and it's like, it's weird, like, it's like when you're praying in front of people like at your church or whenever I pray in front of people um, like at my church or, or, or wherever I am, where it's like, I'm talking to him. Um, but I always like, I always feel like it's like, Oh, I'm in front of people. So it's like, I have to sound good or, or like it, this has to be good or, or whatever. I always have that, that like underlying feeling like, oh, this is for people or in front of people or whatever. So I have, to, but it's like, you know what? And I'm more recently, I've just like been started like thinking like when I'm doing it, you know what? This isn't this is like, yes, there are people with me or watching or whatever, but it's like, this is my time to, to this is one of my times to connect to him and so i kind of just shut everything out and just focus on him uh yeah um and yeah all i'm i'm so so my favorite types of prayers um the reason i always bring up all these things in prayers is I bring up some sad stuff, some good stuff, whatever. Always want to, you know, pray for people like, of course, the president, because I mean, United States, um, prayer for any president out there, prayer for any queen, king, whatever, any ruler, any preacher. Got to get them out of the way because, I mean, yeah, and I have to bring up the sad stuff because I, um, it's on my mind, it's on um, my heart. It's way better to pray up here than just, you know, keep it in the back of my head. And so, and it's pretty easier. So, see, one of my, like I said, Christian school, I had a teacher who would always ask for prayer requests. I believe we put it in a box or wait, no, no. So we had to raise her hand, tell them the prayer request. She would pray for it in her prayer. And a lot of people would say unspokens. And there'd basically be things that they didn't feel comfortable. But God knows everything. God knows all your prayers. God knows everything you're thinking about. And those those are unspokens. And um. I, I want to do some stuff like that. Hopefully, 
um, we can in the future because I want to pray for all these viewers out here. So I'm sure, like I said, there's something going on in everybody's life. Mm-hmm. And can't leave anyone out there. So yeah, everyone, everyone is carrying their own crosses. Exactly. So, very good episode for something that was pretty late. It wasn't really late. It was um, um, kind of last. It wasn't really. Yeah, I'd say last minute because you know all that happened last night, and then it was like, oh gosh. But yeah, pretty yeah. good episode. Yeah, by the, by the time I finished up, it was literally midnight, and so I just I just went to bed. Um, I went to bed at like two a.m. on the spot, like literally two o one, around there. Um, but yeah, I feel like so later we will do the um the other podcast. We're gonna record some from before hours, and <laughs> I have a lot of plans for that episode. Um, because. Uh-huh. Lots to talk about. Yeah. Um, uh, next week, um, as we conclude, we conclude with Thanksgiving is a command. So we have uh, Thanksgiving as a command. Uh, that is what we have to look forward to for next week. Yeah. And of course, on that Thursday, Either we put out a special after hours or a special episode where on Thanksgiving Day, pre recorded, of course, some things. But dang, Christmas season is going to be filled. I want Christmas season to be the best season of this podcast. The summer was wild. Um, we're still changing a lot right now, which is great. And it's just keeps improving i hope the summer episodes are um the best no not the summer the christmas ones because so much we can go through um heck we got we got um the movie christmas movie tournament christmas song tournament christmas we have so much Uh, and the christmas movie um i believe Eric will be involved with that. Really? He he said he's down. If uh, if so, either that or maybe we can get the group back together for that one. Either either one. Um Eric Eric said he's he's uh he, he's like whenever he said on the Halloween one when he he's like whenever you guys co- uh decide to do like a Christmas movie tournament, I'm he said publicly on the podcast that he would he'd be down to do it so um uh whichever works out um i would love to have um eric back for a tournament continue the the podcast rivalry (laughs) oh gosh yep uh that 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 is so much fun that kind of stuff i like that it's just so much fun because like we're all like um, not friends. Well, yeah, friends. I did, yeah, uh, Eric's a part of the, the EWL family, so we're we're all family at this point. Um, but but it's like 
in family, you take jabs at your siblings. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. And I feel like that's the thing. When I'm with the EWO group, all four of us, I act. Um, I do some more jokes since it's the whole family. But when we're together, I do some jokes. But um, it's more like business, but also more information. Of I'm I'm just saying, like if we're doing a wrestling podcast, I would probably leave out so much uh, more information if it was just all four of us. So, um, it's weird how it works like that, and yeah, I, yeah. When 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 it's all of us. I just said when. I just stuttered on when like four times. But when, 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 when it's all four. Ah, uh, there I go again. Yo, when I, um, yesterday, my friend called me out of this. You remember that um, girl that was on my podcast? Yeah. Um, she called me out of this, and I felt like the hugest idiot. You know how I was putting that, what would you do for a $25 Amazon gift card? Because I was wondering the worth of it. And I put it on my Snapchat, and then I looked back at it, and it said something like, what, what, Amazon gift card? And I was I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm an idiot. Because I, I just completely misspelled everything there. And it was up there for, like, 23 hours, so. Although, or, by the way, I said, gah, not, I didn't, uh, I didn't say the Lord's name in vain, so. I just want to clarify that. Yeah. Um, I said, God, like, cause like out of like, like grr or whatever, like out of frustration. But yeah. um, when, yeah. when we are together, it's all four of us. It's less formal and more family. So that's why when it's me and you, it's more informative. But when, when we're with, uh, when we're with KP and TJ, it's like the formality of it kind of goes to the side and it's like, you know what? We're all friends. We all like love to laugh, laugh and tease each other and joke around with each other. So it's more of a wholesome family environment. Yep. Like, um, I think we mentioned, um, if we could, I would go back to the four of us once a week. Like, I love our thing we were doing. I love every single thing we kind of have been doing, um, even though sometimes it could be difficult. But if I could, I would go back to having all four of us every single week, um, twice a week or something like that. Um, I would love that. Maybe not the wrestling podcast because – I feel like KP's slowly drifting away, and TJ's that boat has left a while back. TJ's um, he is gone. That boat is sailed. That boat is now in like he's like now in Italy. Yeah, yeah, he's out, and <laughs> not even New Japan anymore. So yeah, yeah he's out everything. But um, TJ is more music focused and less record. He's he's talked to me multiple times um, about how like the dream of pro wrestling or being a pro wrestler for him has like it's not what he really wants anymore. And he wants some more focus on music, which I which I can um, uh, like applaud and commend on one like wanting to do music. That's incredible. Like. I, I love doing music and stuff like that. 
Um, but it's funny how when you focus on, uh, like when we all started and we were we all um, grew, um, wrestling is what brought us together, and now as time went on, our interests and our the stuff that, that we want to focus on. Um, me when when we when when we first met, uh, or when all, I first met all of you guys, being a pastor was never something I ever considered. Now I'm in pastoral ministry, or in a pastoral ministry class, wanting to become a pastor and on my way, um, or or not. Well, a, a friend of mine or a mentor, or uh, yeah, mentor of mine. Uh, he's a pastor. Um, he's like. He told me, "Quit, quit saying trying to become a pastor. You're becoming a pastor." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a good way to look at it too. And I mean, as far as that goes, for me, I mean, <laughs> even KP, um, I have no idea what KP wants to be because it feels like KP is is one is the one of us that goes through the most phases. I'm not saying like completely phases, but a few months he's going to be into boxing, a few months he's in UFC, then back into wrestling. It's like you never know with him. So um, I feel like I'm the only one really who stayed 100% into wrestling. And, yes, it's been very difficult. We're going to get into an after hours maybe <laughs> one day. Why? Like the parts that me and Jake probably drifted so far away from wrestling. And it's funny because we already are with WWE right now. So. Um, let, let me just say, not watching WWE for a whole week, uh, other than, well, not, or, or, yeah, not watching WWE for a whole week. Um, I have so much more time. I have so much more time to do things now. I agree. And, um, um, and it's funny because I'm seeing highlights of wrestling, WWE, and it's like, I'm, before I'm even going to get into, we're going to do a little bit of that one after hours. Not going to really talk about WWE, but we're going to probably dabble about highlights we saw. But um, Jinder Mahal was rapping, Shanky was rapping, SmackDown sucks, and WWE. Uh, man, <laughs> oh god, um, wow, it's crazy how quickly my opinion changed, and I, I still. I still have that love for wrestling um, as far as I do hopefully one day want to be. And, of course, I have backup plans. Um, It's not like I'm putting all my eggs into one basket, but I have plans. I just want to be somewhere near that. Um, And, yeah. But, continue. And it's like, it's like I can – there's so many routes I can go. I can like I can go pastor. I can go, uh, I can go pastor. I can go evangelist. There's there's so many different like avenues and like uh, things in ministry that I can be a part of and like, um, and it's like if I'm if I want to be a wrestler, um, if I, if I like for me being a wrestler, uh, and wanting to travel the world and and all that kind of stuff, um. Um, 
I can like be an evangelist slash wrestler and I can share the word of God wherever I go um, while wrestling. So that would be incredible. It will be. I mean, it is. I. Oh, man, you should have Devon as your um, manager <laughs> if you're a wrestler. <laughs> but no, like the, um, definitely the pastor Devon. That would be those promos would be hilarious. Oh gosh, but yeah, um, and I've been, I've had, I have multiple dreams. So like, if wrestling doesn't work, I have other dreams. But WWE's always been, well, not WWE, pro wrestling's always been number one. So, um, we'll see. But, um, I have some upcoming stuff in the future that could definitely change that. Um, and. Who knows? As far as TJ's thing, when I first found out TJ didn't want to be a pro wrestler anymore, this will sound selfish, but my heart broke because it was like, okay, well, EWO won't be the same, really. As far as if it becomes pro wrestling. Um, but, you know, yeah. Um, I'll support him no matter what with that um, whole pro, no, um, like music and stuff. So, Damn. yeah, we'll see what happens, but we have so much to talk about tomorrow on before hours. We'll see you. We'll see you then. Hopefully you guys enjoy your Sundays or Mondays, depending maybe even Tuesdays. Um, yeah, been a good episode. I went 30 minutes long, 37 minutes long, about to be 38. <laughs> I'll stall a little bit so I can make 38. <laughs> um, so now it's 38. We'll see you when we see you. <laughs>